Welcome to another edition, Sports Block Podcast. Nathan Stacking here, Travis Crins with me as well. Travis, how are we doing? Doing good. Good. Doing fine. Doing great. Good. Um, playing injured tonight. Uh, jammed, sprained slash sprained sprained my ri- my right ring finger. Playing volleyball Tuesday night. So uh, got some ice on it. It's uh, it's twice the size as what my other finger is. So um, yeah, that's not good. But anyway, show must go on, right? Um, I think this is going to be a fairly short one today because there's not a whole, or this week, because there's not a whole lot going on. Um, Twins lost two out of three to the Braves. It's not good. The pitching was not good. Uh, yeah, it just, um, you know, they're, they're hanging on, which is fine, but I think, uh, I think now we can kind of put the best record in the AL to bed, I would say. You don't. You think that the Twins are going to catch the Yankees and the Astros? Because I do not. No, I didn't think last week they were going to. Right. So. Yep. Um. What? What are your thoughts uh, for this last week with with regards to the Twins and uh, baseball overall? Nelson Cruz is great. Yes. Uh, yeah, like 14, 13, 14 home runs the last 15 games. He had three in a game, then he had another game with three, and then he had two last night. He's great. He's probably been the best free agent signing they've ever had. They don't sign many free agents. They signed Jack Morris, and he was fine. Uh, Josh Willingham had some good years. Nelson Cruz, just this one year, from the best season any Twins ever had, uh, free agent-wise. Mm-hmm. So he's been... He's exceeded expectations somehow. And he's been an excellent hitter for a long time. He's yes. very good. Yes, he has. Do you think they will be able to sign him to a multi-year deal in the offseason? They have an option next year. They'll pick. They, so, is it they or is it he? Can he, op, can he opt out? No, it's the Twins. No, okay. So they're actually paying him like $2 million less next year. I think he'll make like 12 this year. He'll make 10 next year. So, yeah, he will be back. I don't know if they're going to do something else. Give him a pay raise. Give him extra year. He will be 40 years old next year in the middle of the season. So, I'm fine with another $10 million year in which he hits. He's going to hit 40 this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, nah, that, that's a steal. They got a goddamn steal. Yes, they Get did. Twins also turned to triple play against the Braves on Wednesday afternoon. It is the second triple play they've done in uh, three weeks. So, that's... Yeah significant so that's very cool um but yeah the, the the red sox they've certainly cooled off a bit um indians are playing really well uh you know kind of kind of is what we we're expecting the brewers the brewers have been a bit of a disappointment uh this year don't you think yeah they're probably not making a the deal they're still on it but i don't see them making the playoffs Say Washington's got the Washington on the wild card, and whatever other team wants to take that second spot. Watch out for the Mets. Yeah, the Mets. Mets are there. I said last week, you know, with the trade deadline, that the Reds aren't going to make the playoffs. They're not, and the Mets aren't going to make the playoffs, which they're probably not. But they're a game back, so I cannot 
discount a team that is a game back right now of the playoffs. Cardinals are a game back. The Brewers are a game back. The Mets are a game back of Philadelphia. So The Brewers are a game back, too. Yeah, Brewers are a game back. So they've won 9 of 10. They're playing the best of anybody. And, uh, yeah, Nationals and Mets, why not? It's just amazing. I think. I mean, everyone said, what the hell are the Mets doing when they traded for Strowman? And, but, hey, you know what? They're playing really well right now. Now, granted, they've just been able to beat up on you know some bad teams here as of late, you know, like the Marlins. But still, they're playing very, very well. Oh, and the Pirates, too. They beat up on the Pirates. But, hey, they beat the Twins. Um, they, they played the White Sox. So, that, I mean, that... Take it for what it's worth. Let's take a look at their schedule here and uh, and see who they have coming up. Because I got to imagine you're going to. Have... They've they've got Washington. They host Washington tomorrow. So. But um... well, even Washington's kind of cooled off with Max Scherzer going on the IL. I mean that's not good for for them by any stretch. I mean they got Strasburg and Corbin going against Stroman and Syndergaard. So. Uh, Mets, they've got their three aces going, Strowman, Syndergaard, and Negrom against Strasburg and Corbin. So they've got the Braves. Braves are playing well now. They've got them next week. And then they've got Cleveland and Atlanta again to follow with Kansas City in the middle. So the Mets' yeah. schedule gets significantly harder where they play playoff teams pretty much for the rest of this month. Yep. and then They play playoff teams pretty much until September 8th or 9th. So yes. The next, literally the next month. Every team they play right now is in the playoffs. Yeah, because you have the Cubs in there, the Phillies twice, the the Nationals again in there. So yeah, and and then yeah, that that's very tough. very difficult. Tough. It's going to be tough, but uh, see how it goes. Uh, anything else baseball related that we really need to get into? Sam Dyson's hurt. Um, I thought I like Rocco Baldelli. I think he's the manager of the year. I know he mismanaged that Sam Dyson thing, putting him in against the Marlins. They're, they traded for him. I don't understand this thing of they traded for a player, and this player's got to join the team immediately. Uh, Sergio Romo was in Miami. Twins trade for him, and he has to fly. He wants to fly to Chicago so that he can fly back to Miami the same day instead of just staying in Miami where his new team will meet him later that night. He just wanted to be with the team. Just wanted That's to be with the team. I don't know where Sam Dice seems with the Giants. I don't know where they were at, but he got to Miami apparently on a, when was it, a Wednesday, Thursday morning. Wednesday, he got there. Yes, Thursday morning. Yeah, Thursday morning the next day. He shows up like in the fourth inning or something. And they put him in the game that day, and he's terrible, and they blow the game, and that was the one game. That's the one game all year that'll stick with me. That's 4-1, to they should have won. Yep. Um, Barrios was just killing folks. He went seven innings, had 80-some pitches. That's, like, we don't go for the complete game there. You know... Go for the complete game right there. Yep. You also have a closer in Taylor Rogers, who's pretty damn good. I mean, I get you don't want to use him, what three consecutive days, but it's a it's a safe situation. He's your closer. Put him in. I I don't un I to me it it's unfathomable that you wouldn't put in your closer in a safe situation. Like the the, the, the closer in safe situations, I'm not concerned about the safe situations because there you're pitching. 
to get a stat, and I'm not worried about the stats. No, but 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 what I mean Point is, Brios. Brios should have been Brios should have completed that game. Brios should have gone all, all nine innings. He should have thrown 110 pitches. That would have been fine. That would have been more than enough to get yep. past two more innings. So you pull him. Uh, you think it's a nice, easy spot. You throw Sam Dyson out there. He's been good all year. Marlins not much offensively. It's a four-one game, and he just gives up the goddamn thing. Then you bring in Rogers, who has to strike out the side with the bases loaded and no outs. No reason why the Twins should have even extended that game to what twelve innings, yeah. and they end up losing anyway. Yep. So for me, the right call was Barrios. This game is yours. Complete this game. I think you're missing my. I think you're missing my point though. Is that yeah? I'm not talking about oh you you have to get a save for you know for the statistic. But if it's yeah. in that situation, why in the hell would you throw a guy in who's not going to be your closer? He's going to be your setup man. This is not a setup situation in the ninth inning. No, this is a this is a safe situation. And who should be in there in a three run game? Your closer. Put Rogers in there. And be done with it. And the and what sticks with me more is that what the the Marlins had the bases loaded or runners on first and third with nobody out. They throw Rogers in there. He gets all three outs. I mean, just yeah. I mean, come on, Rocco. I I just I do not get it. And yeah, that's going to be a game I think that we can look back at the end of the season if it if it matters at all. Oh, if it, if there's a one game and say that's the one, but I I. I don't get it. And then Dyson came out, you know, uh, played the next game against Kansas City, and he sucked. And now he's on the IL. So um, not not a great um, beginning to his Twins tenure uh, for Mr. Dyson. And I think this uh, opens the door for a lot of Twins fans, right or wrong, to say like, hey, you know, why did we trade for this guy? Let's get. Why couldn't we get someone better? I think with the trades, people just uh, just assume, all right, they traded for somebody, that's good. The Braves, they traded for Shane Green, he's great, that's fine. Shane Green's been terrible. He's been out there two times, he's given up four runs. Yep. His run of like a one ERA was unsustainable, and that's come back to us very quickly. And similar to the, to the NFL and NBA drafts, all this other stuff and trades, Nobody goes back and looks at baseball trades and say, did this team win? Did this team not win? Yep. They just say, oh, oh, Washington made a bunch of trades for some bullpen guys. They did good. Uh, Atlanta made a bunch of trades for some bullpen guys. They did good. Twins made a couple of trades. We're happy with that. Nope, no, one of them sucks. Now we hate this guy. It's like, well, you can't have it both ways. Either you, like, you don't have to trade for a guy. Just because you trade for a guy doesn't mean he's going to be as good as he was before. That just isn't how it works. All that matters is how he pitches for you when you get it. So, I, and, and there were plenty of articles. The best trades of the ranking, the 20 trades that happened, it's like, well, I don't fucking know who had the best trade because <laughs> they, they haven't fucking played yet. Right. And they played for a week. So, let me get back to you at the end of the year. Let me get back to you at the end of next year. Let me get back to you five years from now with these prospects that they traded end up doing something. Twins traded Francisco Lariano years ago. Who they get back from the White Sox? A guy named Eduardo Escobar, who was a utility infielder, nothing. And he comes to the Twins, does fine. And then the last couple of years, he did tremendous mm-hmm. and tripped him to 
Arizona. Arizona. And now who leads the National League in RBIs? Eduardo Escobar. He's going to hit about 35 home runs, drive in 110, 20 runs. going to have an amazing year. And they say he's a free agent, and Arizona signed him for basically nothing. And so Eduardo Escobar, who got traded for F. Lariano six, seven years ago, he's turning to a so much more than I ever could have imagined. Right. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Anything else okay. we need to get to on the on the baseball front? Eh. Should be fine. Yeah, I got Cleveland coming in, two game lead. Um, Brios wasn't good today. A lot of home runs though. Well, they need two more home runs to beat the team record. So no one today. They had four home runs the other day. It was eleven to nothing. And it's the sixth inning, and things aren't going well. And I'm about ready to say, all right. Well, we're done with this game today. And then you start thinking, there's four innings left. This team's going to hit more home runs than anybody. I mean, you're, you're going to kick yourself if you tune out and they make this a game. And, well, it's they had a home run, it's 11-1. They had another home run, it's 11-3. And they had another one, it's 11-5. And it's 11-6. And you're like, well, goddamn, they're getting there. And they end up, what, 12-7 mm-hmm. was the score. So they... They made it interesting. An 11 nothing game should not be an interesting game, and the Braves are a good team, but if looking at that bullpen, I don't I don't see them as a serious threat to the Dodgers. They're going to play the Dodgers in the, in the first round, and that bullpen is shit. That bullpen the Braves have got is junk. Yeah, so the Chris Smart. Good. They got a couple of good starters, but now that bullpen is 10 times garbage. That's why they traded for all these guys. Yeah, so. Chris Martin trade has not worked out thus far. Um, either the guy they got from Texas, so um, we'll see what the Braves can do here. But you know, sometimes you know the the final score can be misleading. You're like, oh, 12-7, that must have been a really good game. But it's the same thing in like an NFL game or an NBA game. Like you know, the team could be up by 33 at the end of three quarters, then put in their bench, and all of a sudden you know they only win by 11 or or 12, something like that. Um, yes, the Twins got back in it, but you know, the game was pretty much decided already by that point at 11 nothing. Uh, Pineda's on the DL. Devin Smeltzer came up, pitched well again. Yep. Um, he's done very well. Because mm-hmm. his one bad outing, his one bad start came against Cleveland. That's who he's going to pitch against here in a couple of days, so I'm worried about that. And but, a much improved Cleveland Indians lineup, too, I might add. You well, know, again, with the trades... They got Fran Reyes, who's been atrocious. Uh, he's been very bad, striking out pretty much every time he's up. And they've got Tweak, so their lineups are the same. They made a couple trades, but the one guy's been awful. And Tweak, I don't know what Tweak is on, I'm sure he's been fine. So their lineups been. I mean, they couldn't score any runs against Texas. They had a doubleheader. They lost 1 nothing the other night. They beat them 2 nothing today. End up winning the second game with a double like five to one. So runs runs were tough to come by in that uh, Texas Cleveland series. Buxton is hurt again. The stupid asshole can't figure out. You don't have to go a hundred percent for every ball in the outfield. You don't have to run into the wall. You have to be smarter than this. Quit quit doing this. Quit running into the wall every time there's a fly ball. You do not need to make the catch of the year or attempts that every time there is a ball in the outfield. Or, you know, just, like, 
I don't know, don't get hurt. You know, just play through I the mean, pain. So play through the pain. Yeah. Don't, don't be fragile. Don't be fragile. He's a very skinny man. And like, just, just don't. He's very fast. And I'm sure when he runs in the wall, it's a very abrupt stop. Just do not. You do not have to go 25 miles an hour every time there's a ball that you seem is somewhat catchable. Especially if you're going to be out for the next month because you messed up your shoulder. I think he's going to be out for a significant uh, significant time, and that sucks because you can't be having this. You can't mm-hmm. be having this. Yet they still have a, a, a bounty of riches, an embarrassment of riches uh, in terms of guys who can hit in the lineup and play. So you have that. I mean, but the, the Twins have not been a good fielding team this uh, yeah. lately, so that... That also hurts. Yeah, but we take out him when we put in like a JK who's not good. No. So we lose, we lose something there. You yeah, did make a catch, though, to end the game against the Royals uh, over the weekend. What happened? He made a catch to beat the Royals yeah. uh, over yeah. the weekend. I, was that the, Sunday, I think? Um, so. Yeah, you got Cleveland coming up, but I don't know they got next week, so. Yeah. Beat Cleveland. Let's go to college basketball because they are, the NCAA is in the news. Uh, they, you know, they're trying to reestablish some authority, and it's regarding agents and players and everything. And they say that now agents need a bachelor's degree, an NBPA cert- certification for at least three consecutive years professional liability insurance and completion of an in-person exam taken in early November at the NCAA office in Indianapolis. It's been dubbed the Rich Paul rule. Uh, LeBron James, uh, Paul represents LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James is uh, said, expressed his disgust at the rule. Um, I I like what the and I think the NCAA's got good intentions, but then again, their intention is to they say protect the student. They're trying to protect college basketball, yet still exploiting the student athletes and not paying them. So I get where they're going from here because this this FBI raid and investigation scandal with co- college coaches' assistance from you know. Auburn and Arizona and you know the like it's it has impacted the game and certainly it impacts players choosing whether or not to play you know one year of college basketball or some are going overseas whatnot undoubtedly the the NBA is going to look to just say high schoolers you can come in I would hope that they could work something out with college basketball where it's if you're going to college you're going to be there for minimum two years Think that's the best thing overall but that aside this whole agent deal I get what the NCAA is trying to do and I appreciate it and I applaud them for it but at the same time they're trying to protect their asses their asses and their biggest arguably you know their biggest money maker in terms of college basketball um, outside of college football uh, it, it's it's just weird to me. What what are your thoughts? I know I'm rambling. I don't see what how what the penalty is here. I guess if you're an underclassman and you hire somebody who doesn't have a bachelor's degree, then you can't come back to school. Is that the penalty? 
Like they're not. If you hire an agent, if you hire Rich Paul as your agent, you're probably getting drafted pretty high. I don't under. I don't see how this would impact anybody. It's like, all right, I'm going to hire this guy regardless of if he passed this test, if he went through these requirements. I'm not coming back to school anyway, so what does it matter to me? So and, I don't know why I have any idea how this affects anything. And then also, I mean, you have the, the representatives from the shoe companies and then the these coaches that are paying the players too or paying their families. So, I mean, the agent, yes, is one part of the puzzle or part of the problem, but it's certainly not the most significant piece. I would say it's the shoe companies and the coaches, but then also this underscores the whole argument that these players should be getting paid or at least, you know, get sponsorship or marketing deals. Yeah, they should. It's, it's ridiculous that they don't. Mm-hmm. Like, what do the NCAA even do? Why do they need them? They don't do anything. Like if all the colleges got together and said, yeah, we're, we're going to like not be under the NCAA banner or whatever. But they don't need, they don't, the NCAA doesn't do anything. Yeah. Right? They're like the governing body. Or like Big Brother. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I I don't know. There's just a thing put into place so that the players players don't have to get paid even though they do. Like Mike Dom. I don't know if Mike Dom got paid anything, but he should have got tens of thousands of dollars for what he did. For Mm -hmm. SDSU. Nate Walter should have gotten paid tens of thousands of dollars for for what he did yep. for STSU. But they didn't see anything. So Dallas Goddard, Jake Wenicke, Darren Christian, so on and so yeah. forth. I mean you know me, I, I love college basketball. We both love college basketball. I just yeah. want what's best for the sport. So if this ultimately makes you know the sport better, the you know that the players are gonna be okay in this, that's fine. Um I just want what's best for college basketball. I don't think this is it. I don't know if this is a step in the right direction. The NCAA is trying something, but they look they look foolish. I'm, I'm conflicted, very conflicted on how to feel about this and what exactly the NCAA needs to do or should be doing. Uh, they need a voice of reason like Jay Billis, but I don't want Jay Billis to leave ESPN. So, uh, college basketball, though, starts up soon. So that's... Uh, well, October, I guess. We have a November. We have three months until the college basketball season begins, uh, which I am very much looking forward to. Uh, aren't you? I guess you're looking probably looking more forward to the uh, college football starting up. I'm, I'm, I'm baseball. Baseball until the wheels fall off. I okay. could give a shit about football. football. The football season may as well be a year away from now. Twins are, twins are having their best season I've ever had them play, so ever seen them play, so Granky did not pitch well when he gave up five runs in his first start, so uh, everybody wants Houston to win the whole thing, but again, you have, to, you have to play the games and you have to do well. So Granky, one game in, he'll be better, but he did not pitch well. So uh, even college football, I'm like, eh, Clemson's great and Alabama's great, and, but yeah. And then, I play Friday. I doubt. I doubt I'll even watch a preseason game. I get like what? Yeah. 
I'm like, I don't want to even waste my time. I don't even know what, I, I can't remember anything that happened last year in the preseason. I can't remember, like, any preseason thing that's ever happened. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm glad I watched that. But, yeah, just a bunch of backup guys that won't make the team playing. Like, yeah, I'll wait until they play the real game. Atlanta. Atlanta, September 8th. Sure. So. All right. Uh, let's see. So college football is starting, or you know, obviously people are in training camps and everything. Antonio. SDSU is a twelve and a half point underdog against the Gophers. I think they can stick within two touchdowns and maybe even win the game. So. We'll see. We'll see. The sound. The, the Gophers starting quarterback at Axelrod. Uh, hurt his foot last week. He's out indefinitely, so that's not good news for the Gophers. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting, that's for sure. Um, I mean, we all know Clemson Clemson is probably going to win the national championship again. A lot of people seem to be high on Georgia. Um, I'm trying to find, you know, that is there a Pac-12 school that's going to do anything oh, worth a damn... What? Is, oh, that, that mid-major conference out west? Oh, fuck. Oh, good lord. I, I mean, could Notre Dame be back in it? Potentially. Uh, could... I, I don't know. I just don't... It just is like... It's Clemson, Alabama, and everyone else, I feel like. You know, you want to throw Georgia like in there? Oklahoma, like Oklahoma and Ohio State would be those other two schools that are usually there. See, I'm going to be Ohio. I'm going to be curious to see what Oklahoma looks like with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. You know, we saw what he I mean, he was a good quarterback at Alabama. He was one of the better ones that we've seen. But I don't know if Hurts is, you know, Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield. Oh, so, and that's what Oklahoma's had and of course Lincoln Riley, their head coach, is a big part of it you know, a big reason for their success and why they've gone number one. Uh, an Oklahoma quarterback has gone number one each of the last two drafts. I just, I, I don't know if you're going to get that with Jalen Hurts this year. I, I don't think Oklahoma's offense is going to be quite as prolific. Not not that Jalen Hurts isn't a good quarterback, but I, I, I just don't know. But then again, the Big 12 sucks at defense, so maybe, you know, maybe he will thrive. I don't know. I think Ohio State's going to be fine. They're going to be right there. Everybody's on Texas. Yep. Everybody likes Texas. Yep. So we will see. Clemson, Alabama. I'll put Ohio State there in a playoff. Georgia? Uh, and probably Georgia. Those would be my top four. Okay. Good Michigan, Florida. Oregon should be. Oregon was like nine and four last year. They were okay. And Justin Herbert's yeah, back. I mean, he's argue he's could be the number one overall pick in next year's draft. Dallas yeah, is pretty good. So, um, yeah, the same the same suspects. Usual, usuals are there. So, yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, training camps going on in in the NFL. Antonio Brown uh, hurt his foot uh, doing some cryo therapy or something. Like he didn't wear the proper footwear, so he's a dumbass. Uh, okay. Let's see. Apparently, uh, Garrett Bradbury, the Vikings rookie center, 
He sweats a lot, and it's causing issues when Kirk Cousins goes under center. His uh, derriere is very wet, and it's it's causing issues. But Bradbury has told Cousins not to worry. It won't be that way during the game. Better hope not. Um, that's so there. Yeah, there you go. I bet you didn't know that. Bet you never saw that one coming. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't really paid any attention to training camp at all whatsoever. I didn't pay any attention to the NFL Hall of Fame game. I don't even know who. I think someone said told me that the Broncos won 14-10 to 10 over the Atlanta Falcons. I can't confirm that I could look, I suppose. But I, I, I have yet to see the score. I didn't watch a second of it. I didn't watch a second of the, the four-hour, 50-minute, uh, uh, you know, yeah, Hall of Fame ceremony speeches. I mean, crying out loud, that marathon, that was what I was looking for. Uh, you got to cut down on it. Tony Gonzalez talking for 39 minutes is a freaking joke. No one, stop. Just just stop already. Uh, yes, you, yes, this is your time to shine. I get it. But for, for crying out loud, who, who wants to watch that for five hours? Not I. I've got some notes. Yes. Uh, Vince Carter's coming back. Yes. Atlanta, it will be the 22nd year. Nobody's played 22 years. He's played, nobody's played in four decades in the NBA. He'll be the first. Uh, Draymond Green got contract extension, four years, $100 million. So for people who are concerned that Golden State can't sign all these guys, well, they sign all these guys. They've got Thompson signed, they've got Durant signed, they've got Green signed, they've got Curry for the next, like, three, four years. So, as long as those three are together, I like their chances to win some titles. So, uh, Kevin Durant, there was an article out, and they asked Kevin Durant about, does he blame Golden State for his injury? And he says, no, it wasn't their fault. He was ready to play, and it's something that just happened. So we have we have solved that mystery of did he come back too early? Was he pressured into coming back? He wasn't. The plan the entire time was to come back for game five. So Kevin Durant was apparently healthy and it just there's just a thing that happened. It, so. it, what's amazing about that though is that he still then wanted to leave Golden State. That to me is is the if that's truly the case, he's not mad at the at the medical or the you know the, the the medical trainers and everything, that is rather stunning to me that he wouldn't come back there because I think that's a that was a reason why people were thinking he left because Golden State mismanaged him in, in pushing him to come back for Game Five. I don't know if he was just tired of the whole thing. I haven't read this whole article, so I don't know if he addressed his that. So I don't know why he went to Brooklyn. Um, let's see. He was just, he, I guess he was just tired of everything, him and Draymond Green. And um, says he, he left because he wanted to leave. So okay. he was more attracted to the Nets than he was them. So. So it was, I've been with Golden State. I've been here. I want to go somewhere else. So. Okay. 
Well, there we go, I and, guess. And if, I was, if, Ted, if I was leaving the Warriors, it was always going to be for the Nets. They've got the pieces and the front office, and I like what they were building. So, apparently, that was like the only place he was going to go, according to that. So, there you go. All right. I don't necessarily believe him. Do you believe him? Yeah, I'll believe him. Okay. I mean, I'm... We've got uh, the NBA Christmas schedule, which I know the Spectrum family will be glued to the TV, noon at night and uh, elsewise. Yes. Uh, Yeah. We've kind of been talking about... What uh, Obviously, uh, Lakers-Clippers is the main event here. Yes, without question. Um, You've got the Raptors and Celtics. I don't think the Raptors are going to be any good... So I don't give a shit about the Raptors. I think Boston's going to be good. We've got Philadelphia and Milwaukee, who are probably the two best teams, or the best team versus the third best team. So I like that game a hell of a lot. Yep. Got my Nuggets versus the Pelicans. That's a bunch of young guys. That should be a fun game. And then you've got Houston and Golden State, which we have seen. Do you know what... Time. First off... Um, Assuming that I'm, I mean, my cousins love watch the NBA. They'll watch uh, the, so the Christmas NBA games will be on. I will do my best to avoid it as much as possible. Oh, okay. Um, but this is the first year in I don't know how long that the Knicks aren't on Christmas. Thank God. the Lord. Thank, Thank the Lord. Because uh, they don't they, they don't need to be on. They don't need to be on. So, what's interesting though is that the, it is it's a good slate. Um, Nuggets Pelicans is obviously the odd one in this. I like that. Um, I, mean, I do like that. It, it it makes sense because Denver was, you know, the the second best team in the West last year. The Pelicans, of course, have Zion Williamson. I'm curious though that the Nets aren't on there. That's a that's a little puzzling to me. But uh, I would say Nets Nets Warriors next year would be a good little uh, thing. Oh, yes, yes. Nets Warriors would be a game that I'd be interested in for next season. Yeah, no doubt. Um, let's see. Um, IPFW. This will be their final season in the summer league. They're going to the Horizon League, something that we've talked about and thought would happen for a while now. Really, really? <laughs> oh no! That you know what you know what we've been talking as you said we've been talking about it I've I've touted it for years that in the in the well not years but months in the stack in uh, conference realignment that that they would be moved that it makes the most sense for them to move to the horizon but that means a that the best band at the summit league tournament will no longer be there Don won't be there. Uh, so the best mascot won't be there outside of the Jackrabbit. This is uh, hey, I like I hate these bands because they're so loud. I do hate the bands because they're so loud. And you get to see the little black guy do his little dance. That's fun. And the mascot. So next year is the last year. And so you got you and KC coming in, and I hate, I hate that they're coming in because they're not good. IPFW is not good. They're good at basketball, that's all I care about. Their women are bad, but their men are competitive. Their baseball team sucks, so they lose the baseball team. But Kansas City's coming in, and I hate them, because they are terrible. Mm -hmm. They are not good at basketball. That's what I hate. 
And this is like really one of the first moves the Summer League has done to where like it's hurt. Yeah. Like they're, they're not bringing somebody in that's just as good or not better than somebody that they're losing. Oakland leaving was bad, but then USD came in and USD's been pretty good, especially on the women's side. They've been excellent. On the men's side, they've been good. So, yeah, that's... And Omaha, Omaha on the men's side has been very competitive. But, yes. goddamn, Kansas City comes in. Just, just drains the conference down, I think. What, what, does, uh, what does this do for uh, NDSU recruiting, football recruiting? What does it do? It, it, it shuts out that Indiana, Indianapolis market. There we go. Really? Um, really? What does this do for baseball, I guess? Because... Think fine. UMKC, I believe, it has a baseball team, right? I mean, it, it needs like know. five or six teams to still qualify, so they've got that. I mean, Augustana won a Division Two title um, last year. So. <coughs> and they, they still haven't declared Augustana. I mean, they can. Any, any, anytime you're ready, we're, we're ready for you coming to this conference. So that's all we're waiting for. Hey, anytime the Missouri Valley is ready to merge with the Summit League, I'm ready for that. So let's do it. Huh? Anytime the Summit League and the Missouri Valley want to merge, I'm ready for that. Let's go. We'll be, we'll be waiting until the calendar pulls. You think. You think, but yet the Dons are gone. And that means no Indiana schools anymore because IUPUI left. So the furthest, the, the school that is furthest east... In the in the Summit League is Western Illinois, which is weird. We can just get rid of them now. No, 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 no. Where are they going to go? The Missouri Valley. What are they good for? What are they good for? JD Gravina is one of our favorites, right? If Western Illinois left, we'd have no more chances at Crocodile Jacket Lady, Leslie Crane. What what middle school is she coaching at these days? Who I, the hell knows? I don't know. Don't eat the glue, kids. Don't eat the glue. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's the old North Central Conference now, basically, with Augustana coming in. If we could just get rid of Western Illinois and Kansas City... Let's get rid of Oral Roberts. or Get Bob Roberts out. I'm fine with them because they've, they've been good in the past. They have struggled recently, but they, they've been okay. I'm fine with them staying because they're good at basketball. Yeah, you got to get rid of Western Illinois. you got to get rid of Kansas City. You bring in Augustana. I, I would love Mankato. Like yeah. a St. Cloud State. I don't know if they're good enough. No, they don't give a shit about sport. That's a, oh wait, 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 wait. I can't just just rummaging through this here. I was talking about MSU. I was or MSU. I was not talking about Saint Cloud State. Uh, like Kelsey, Kelsey's like working there, so I just can't say anything bad. You know. Sure. Like like Trev, Trev Alberts did a nice job saying we're going to Division One. We're cutting football. That's a can make some money. It also costs more money than anything else. So he did that. He cut football. They still got hockey. And Omaha, at least revenue-wise, I don't know where the hell they're at. But at least basketball-wise, doing sport for them that really matters. That in hockey, they've done well with men's basketball. They've gotten what to two championship games. Yep. 
and they've come very close to getting getting there. So I think they've done well. And it's just a matter of some of these other schools drop football to to make the jump up. So. Yep. Nope. I agree. I agree with that. Um, of course, we're a sports show, but I don't, uh, sucks what has happened in this country here over the last um, few days. Week. So hope yes, ho- last week, especially in El Paso and Dayton. So hopefully, stuff uh, gets resolved there soon. And um, I think if anything changes, this is what's gonna push it. So I, I don't. I think, again, we've decided we're not going to do anything, so... And people just keep talking about, you know, mental health and video games and all this bullshit. Like, you know... It's a factor. You know it's not It's not the determining factor. You, you know what the problem is? I know what the problem yep. is. Problem's begun. Like, why... I've watched, you know, read a bunch of stuff and watched a bunch of stuff this week about all of this and what an embarrassment this country is. Um... And how racist we are, because we are. This keeps happening. Schools are going to be in session here in a couple weeks. and There's probably going to be some school shootings this year. And kids are going to die, because... I well, hope not. I, well, I, I know, I know, what, I know what you mean. And I... because, because this always happens. This always happens. And we, we just don't do anything about it, because we don't care. So... If you want want to do something about it, never vote for a Republican because they'll never do anything about it. So vote for a Democrat and hope that they do. And there's one video that I really like that I watched. That the the New Zealand thing happened this year, and they got rid of their guns, and they'll they'll never have another shooting because, well, they took they took care of the problem. And the one video I saw, the one guy said, "We're not unique in that we're racist, and we're not unique." that we have problems and, and problems with guns and all that. But we're unique in that we don't acknowledge it or we don't admit it. People are like, oh, we're, we're not racist. It's like, yeah, we kind of are. Like, oh, we, it's not a gun problem, it's this problem. It's every other problem except a gun problem. Whenever, when, when this has happened everywhere else, they said, all right. They've addressed it and he's here. They said, all right. A lot of people got shot. They got, it was because of a gun, we're going to stop with the guns now. And that has seemingly fixed the problem. Amazing how that happens. They so get rid of the problem and it's solved. So, until we do that, nothing's going to change. I guess Bill Clinton did have a ban on assault weapons and like those uh, crimes were down 45%. Then Bush gets in office, and that expires, and things have been up like 250%. So that's some pretty hard evidence that banning something works. But I can understand Republicans not caring because they get thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars from the NRA not to care about people they they don't know dying. Well, I can understand that, that they care about the money more more than the people that die. But like just the general public... Like, I just can't understand that. Like, guns are fine. You don't need guns that shoot at, at the capacity that some of these guns shoot. If, if you think that the Second Amendment is about 
getting a, a military type rifle, then then you're a goddamn it just are. I I don't know if we can it completely encompass everyone, but I get I get the sentiment. Um, I mean, there It's like our friend Boots, our friend Boots, we'll see here at the, at the football game in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Boots we'll posts all of his shit. Now, if you saw his latest thing, he likes I did. the country singer. Yep, I did. He liked the singer. He loves Casey Musgraves because she looks good and she's this old-fashioned country singer. And now she said something about that guns just, that he didn't like, so now she doesn't like this 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 singer that it, she really it's likes. A, it is amazing. At, athletes, actors and actresses, and musicians all have this platform that that they that the rest of us don't have, and we're not going to agree with everything they say or or do. But if you have it and you can use it to help better, we're good. We're like good. do it for good, then do it. That's what you know. Colin Kaepernick did, and he suffered the consequences for it. But that—that's what you get. We're, we're, again, no one's going to agree with everything, and but that's that's the beauty of it. That you can. That they have that opportunity, and I guess you know that they listen to their fans and they take a calculated risk. But also, you can't just like keep quiet about it. You know, if you want to express yourself, express yourself. And it, you know what? If I had seventy million people following me on Instagram or whatnot, and I post something, I guarantee you a whole bunch are going to probably disagree with me. You know it. it it's the same thing you know, on Facebook. You post something, and you know what? You have like 500 friends, maybe 200 say, or you know, and that's maybe a bit of an extreme amount. But you have a whole number of people that either like it or disagree with it, and you know what? But that's the platform that you have. That's the platform that we have. These these people have a larger platform. If they want to try and use it to better um, the country and get their message out, that. That's fine. I think you. It's kind. Of, I don't know. It's. I'm fine with God it. I don't. I don't God understand God how. I don't understand how people could say, "Oh, just stick to sports or stick to music." No one wants to hear your opinions. You know, that's that's so old school, so old fashioned. I don't. I don't like it. I don't. I. I don't know what what somebody's monetary situation or their celebrity or occupation has to do with anything when it comes to sharing their opinion on issues. At the bottom of the, at the end of the day, they're an American citizen just like all or you know whatever country you're you're from, you know, that's dealing with issues within your own country, you know what I mean? And God forbid you come out and want to save people's lives. It's like at what point and we're still not there, we may never get there. At what point do people say, enough? It wasn't when a bunch of five and six and seven year old kids got shot. It's Sandy Hook. It's Sandy Hook. It sure as hell wasn't then, five, six years ago. Sure as hell wasn't when the fucking guy shot, what, 500 people in Vegas a couple years ago? Killed like 50 of them? Like that one, shit, will that ever be topped? I, I doubt that. 500 people were shot? And it's like, whatever. Like, at what point is it going to be, like, does this, like, does something like what happened last weekend have to happen, like, every single day 
just repeated 10, 20 people get shot and killed the fact that day the, after day for months and months and months until somebody says, the, Jesus Christ, the, maybe we should do something. The here. fact that they were hours apart, I think, helps strengthen the argument more that something needs to be done. And again, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to get into the politics because people don't want to listen to us talk about the politics of that and stuff because plenty of them will disagree with our stance and that's fine. You know, you have your stance, we have ours. Um, but I, I would hope that something gets done. Uh, something that's, that's fair, but that's logical. And I, I don't think an assault on an AK-47 is, is all that illogical, but Anyway, uh, like we'll me, go from there. Like, the gun issue for me isn't political, just like the racism thing isn't political, because it's just common sense. If a bunch of people are dying from guns, they need to get rid of the guns. Like lawn darts. We got, there was a, look up lawn darts. We banned lawn darts in this country because so some little brother killed his little sister because she got hit with a lawn dart. You can buy lawn darts now, but the tips are dulled so they don't kill you. One person died. Hey, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't be drinking beer and doing that either. Isn't that the whole point of lawn darts? Yeah, these are like, this is like a 10-year-old kid. That's yeah. Like years ago. Some, you know, there's a E. coli outbreak. Something's wrong with the food. So what do they do? You pull all the lettuce from the shelves. There was a thing a month ago, some lady in Houston took a thing of ice cream and licked it, put it back in the in the freezer. So they took all the ice cream off the shelves. So God forbid somebody eats that and gets sick. So why is it every other thing that happens that's dangerous, it happens once? Well, it, there was one just... guy after 9-11 had a bomb in his shoe. So what did you have to do? You had to take your shoe off in the airport to check your shoes. Because one guy did it. So how many shootings and how many thousands of hundreds of thousands of people have to be killed until we say, take your shoes off, stop the guns? Yeah. It's never going to happen. No, it's I don't not. see it ever happening there's a certain, unless there's Democrats a certain get three, complete control. There's a certain three-letter organization that will not let that happen, and there are lobbyists. So The, the, the first thing you got to do is vote, vote Trump out of office. Well, and, again, I don't want to get in the whole politics aspect of it. It's here, not fun. I mean, the guy with this, what, one of the shooters, who was One of the shooters spelled out Trump yes, with guns. Yes, yes, the El Paso shooter. As, as far as, like, placing blame, like, you can't place any more blame or it can't be any more obvious. Why he did this or who is to blame right. for this or who is to blame for putting these ideas and words in his head who the enemy is. They don't want He's been great this past couple of days calling Trump. He's called him a racist. Like, he'll have a... Who is this? Who is this? Beto, Beto O'Rourke. Oh, Be Beto. Be Beto O'Rourke. Okay, yep, Texas. Yep. Almost beat that uh, Ted Cruz. He's not going to win this thing. He should run for Senate again in Texas and try to win that. Because El Paso is where he's from. And he's like, several reporters a couple days ago asked him, do you think the president is racist? And he's been using a lot of profanity, which of course I'm, I'm a fan of. Yes, and he's I, like, I, I know. You, you, are, you are a fan oh. of the profanity. And, and Beto O'Rourke, they asked him, is the president racist? And he's like, Jesus Christ, yes he is. Like, what? We're past this. Is this racist? Here's, here's a good indication of if something is racist. If you have to ask if this is racist, it probably is. 
If you have to ask that question, the answer is probably yes. It should be pointed out that the Dayton shooter was a far leftist, uh, yes. like a fan of Antifa. So, um, Left or right, whatever. Yeah. They're all nuts. Yep. And if you just get rid of these guns, it'd be fine. Get the one difference of, is... Get rid of the extremists, people. and we will yes. be... I think that's the bottom line. But either way... Yes. Um, to close this out here, um, we did receive an offer on our house, so Good. we will. You know, it's got it's pending through inspection and uh, negotiation and stuff. So the process of moving is really in gear. So the Sports Block Podcast will need to take a few weeks off. Uh, we will be back though, either. I don't know if it'll be in time for the first games on August 24th or if it will be the following week, but we will make sure that we get a podcast out uh, with Charlie Hildebrand, with Jeff Lloyd the second, with with you and me. Uh, we'll, we'll get the college football preview out, but um, yes, that's good news, but just with everything going on, we need to take a, a little bit of a break here until we can uh, kind of get ourselves settled or at least know when things are coming. So. With that being said, I think SDSU beats Minnesota 24 to 20. Ha! Ha ha! Look at that. Look at that. When we, when we meet again. Again, you know how I feel about the Gophers at SDSU. They've been a top five team for a while now. If I knew how good their quarterback was going to be, if they had Terry Christian, that'd be a lot of that'd be a big difference. Mm-hmm. So the running backs look tremendous. The receivers look great. So it's going to be tough for a what a redshirt freshman probably to his first start to come against a Big Ten school. But I think their their running game and their defense is good enough to to get something done. Yes. So like I say, hopefully we'll get the the, the college football podcast, a uh, preview podcast out before then, uh, before those games. But if not, uh, we'll get it out as soon as we can at that. But we will need to take a few week break. So until that point, I'm sure I will be talking with you off air. But uh, anything else before we say so long for the next few weeks? No, I just with the gun thing. It's just we we're the only country that ignores the problem, and I don't know why. It's like, look. Oh, you know why. You know why. Because the NRA, some Republicans, but, and Trump. Well, yeah. It's like every other country has done something. Like, it happens once and they do something drastic and it fixes it. So I don't know why. I, I guess we think we're the best or something and we can't learn from any other country. Like, why don't we look at other, other cultures, other countries, and if we have a problem, maybe look at those countries and say, have they had similar problems, or do they have a, a different system when it comes to healthcare or guns or how they do things that could do better? Maybe, maybe do something like that. But we're America; we're the greatest. We don't need anybody's help. So I think maybe uh, we. I think we should create a political podcast as well. well I don't know what we would call it. Um, we're, we're, we're the embarrassment of the world right now, so we, we can start with that. All right. Fair enough. Well, until we talk again, my friend, uh, stay cool. Hopefully those storms don't get too bad, and uh, 
We will. Uh, it, twins keep winning. Then I'm sure they will. We will talk with you next time for a college football preview. Yes. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, my friend. Travis Crins joining us here, Sports Block Podcast. Appreciate the time. As always, again, I know that the, the whole conversation regarding the around the the shootings and what to do and whatnot, that's not what that's not what you come here for, but um just wanted to say like, hey, the, it sucks what's going on and I hope something gets done about it because too many innocent people are dying. With that being said, uh, this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast will be the last for a little while. We will have a college football preview sometime late August once we get all kind of settled in or we'll do some inter- or recordings here and there uh, bef- and then unveil the, the big show um, later on in the month. But you can find this podcast uh, by following me on Twitter at Stacken. Facebook Nathan Sacken, podcast.com, I believe, is the site. So, with that being said, for Travis, I'm Nathan. Thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. And we'll talk to you next time, most likely from St. Cloud. Unless I do it on the eve of moving. Doesn't sound wise. But we'll talk with you next time, late in August, for a college football season preview on Sports Block Podcast. Have a great week, everyone.